Hey everybody, it's LaDonna Marie, internationally multi-award winning author, speaker, and personal development life coach of LaDonna Marie Books, where my mission is to discover the champion in you through healing and changing a narrative in your life one book at a time. You can shop and find out more information at www.ladonnamarie.org and check out the shop page. Welcome to Inspirational Talks with LaDonna Marie, a Planting Positive Seeds podcast. And welcome to another episode of Inspirational Talks with your host, LaDonna Marie. And I'm so excited always to be here with you on Monday nights. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for sharing the show. Thank you for supporting uh, Planning Positive Seeds podcast. We really, really want to thank you for a great 2022. It's been amazing. And so to all of the different countries that are out there listening, we thank you um, for just sharing your time and your space with us to hear our guest here on Inspirational Talks. And so without further ado, I am going to read you the bio of our guest on tonight. And I'm so excited to have her here with me. And so I'm going to read for Miss Ebony. She's an entrepreneur. She's a salon owner, instructor, a coach, a product developer, an author, and just a few hats that Ebony wears. As a kingdom ambassador, she believes that there is nothing is impossible, that everything God gives us strength and strategy to do can be accomplished. As a professional with 26 years in the hair care industry, Ebony understands the ebb and flow of the trends and how to navigate, yet not get swept up under them. And so that's gonna be an amazing segue to have Miss Ebony to come into the show and join us on tonight. Come on in, Ebony, how are you doing tonight? I am doing amazing. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be with you and the listening audience tonight. (laughs) Me too. Listen, your bio, just the short part that I read uh, was amazing. I see you are an entrepreneur, you're a salon owner, and I mean, 26 years in the hair care industry. Wow, that's amazing. And I didn't get finished with it because I wanted you to have a place to just share more about your yourself and your journey, you know, apart from what I, I said. So you can share with us and the listeners. Yeah, so 26 years in the hair care industry. Sometimes I think, how did that happen? Time just kept going on and trends kept uh, starting and I mastered one trend and got on another trend and mastered that and I just kept growing. Wow. And when I looked up, it's been 26 years. But my main yes. goal in the hair care industry is to bring to the outside what's on the inside. A lot of people have greatness, beauty, and brilliance on the inside of them, and they do not know it. So when you 
touch someone's hair, you touch someone's makeup, you touch someone's skin, they start to glow and they think it's something that I did. And I always laugh at that because it's nothing I did. I just held the yeah. mirror up to their face and showed them what they really had on the inside of them. So I, I take joy in showing people what they have on the inside of them. Wow, and that's amazing. I like that you spoke to the greatness on the inside, the beauty on the inside. I talk a lot about inner beauty, even in my journey. You know, that's one of the things I, I just always cared about the inside, that inner beauty, what starts in the inside glows from the outside. And so even like you said, in hair care, you you help them to shine, you help them to see the see who they are naturally and you bring and you accentuate it with all that God has given your hands to do with the hair care. And so that's so amazing. So I was also flipping back through your bio, which is amazing. Also, I read that you serve in your church as an elder where you assist helping the disciples of Christ realize the promises and their overall wealth gifted to them. And so um, that's amazing, you know, just to be able to be a part of the body, you know, we're all different members, we, we are the body. And so it's grateful that you, it's a good thing that you're, you know, you, you are sharing uh, life with others and you're helping them to see who God has created them to be. So thanks yeah. again. That's exciting. And I, if I didn't think I could talk about anything else, <laughs> I can definitely talk about Christ. Uh, yes. In, in such an extensive manner. Um, mm -hmm. and, and again, I guess it is going back to what's on the inside. You know, once yes. we accept Christ and he lives in us, a lot of times we have that gift and we yes. don't open it. And so I thank God that he's put me in a position to show people how to open the gift that's within them, the gift that they've accepted, the gift that's living, breathing, and moving inside of them. Yes. So as an elder in the church, I really help with spiritual development. A lot of people don't understand how easy it is for them to have a relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. um, you hear a lot of things and sometimes mm -hmm. people feel, well, I can't ever amount to. And I tell them, you're right. That's why he's done it for you. And when people start to exactly. hear the love of Christ and his sacrifice and how we are seated in heavenly places, yeah. it starts falling off and then they start mm -hmm. to glow and they start to shine and know within themselves, wow, this is nothing that I could have done. But this was right. the robe of righteousness was I'm clothed with it. I've been, yes. has been put on me, you know, mm -hmm. so I thank God for the ability that he trusts me to speak into his people's life. I don't take that yes. for granted. And I know that the only qualifier is him. So when, yes, I, right. when I look and think about the fact that, wow, God, you have me, you trust me enough to look in your word. You speak to me. You trust me to say what you say to your people. I get yes. and overwhelmed with that. So I'm grateful for oh, that. Yeah. Yes, and that's the beauty of, I love how you say you share with them how easy it is to have a relationship because many people think that they have to do so much and you have to, you know, just just do so much to just have a relationship. And I love that you're helping them to understand that, you know, he loves you right where you are. He's going to meet you right where you are. And like you said, Jesus took care of that for them. And so you said all of that. It was just, it was beautiful to hear, you know, as a pastor, I love 
I'm always out speaking to those who God brings to me in the marketplace and ministry. And I even see that you you also have a book um, called Freedom of, of From Religion. And so me as an author as well, that's the way that the Lord started speaking to me. At the, at the age of 14, I started writing. And so my ministry actually started as helping others to heal. He helped me to heal. And then after that, he was like, okay, now you're going to duplicate what I've done for you and you're gonna help others see and heal. And so it's beautiful. Beautiful are those of the feet that carry the gospel. And so you just got a chill that ran through me because I love sharing the good news. I love helping them to understand the love of Christ. And so I thank you and I know everyone else um, they know that you, you're adding so much value and love, the love of Christ to their life with you just showing up and, and, and doing what you do and, and being the light that you are in your community. So hats off to you and, and, and I'm grateful just to be here to talk to you about it. I wanted to um, ask you, Ebony, about what inspired you to do what you do. Because I wear many hats. <laughs> there are a lot of a lot of roles that that uh-huh. led me to do uh, various things. But actually, you were helping me to see how, how everything is connected because awesome. it is, yeah, it's an inside job. So whether it's product development, doing mm-hmm. hair, being an elder at the church, being an author, this is all an inside job. Yeah. You can paint on, you can put on, you can mm-hmm. go in front of people and, and act. You could do everything you want to do, but if it's not working on the inside, things are going to start yeah. to crack. Things are going to start to fall apart. As far as the book yeah. is concerned, Freedom from Religion, it was birthed out of my own story. I mm-hmm. did not know that I was in a cult, but I was. And God started to open my eyes. And when he did, it -hmm. was almost an out-of-body experience because I kept looking around at the things he was showing me. And I was asking myself, am I bugging out? I thought I was manufacturing things in my mind. Yeah. I was like, you're seeing things not as they're supposed to be. You're seeing things as they are. And he had given me a dream and he said, um, nothing is as it seems. And in the dream, um, I was in this amusement park and it was, you know, you hear all the sights and the sounds of merry-go-rounds, you hear children Mm -hmm. laughing and smelling popcorn and cotton candy. And as I walked to this um, this merry-go-round, the closer I got, the more distorted the music got. And when I got up Mm -hmm. to the merry-go-round, it looked nothing like it looked from far back. And through yeah. a series of things that he showed me in the dream, he told me nothing is as it seems. So when he started to open my eyes about being in the cult, I I was really in disbelief because these are people that I, I served the Lord with. These are people that taught me how to have a relationship with Christ. And yes. so when he started to open my eyes, I said, wow, you know, and, and you know, read the book, you know, if you feel so yeah. inspired because it really is a good read. And once I got out of it, I didn't, I saw how much bondage I had been in. I, it wasn't Jesus that I was afraid of. It was, mm-hmm. it, I, it wasn't a healthy fear for Christ. I was scared mm-hmm. of man. 
I didn't want to displease man. I, I did everything so that man could say, mm-hmm. you know, well done. And so wow. that, that book was birthed out of that. There is freedom in Christ. You're not supposed to be bound. You're not supposed to you, fear is reverence for God. It's yes. not uh, like somebody's yes. coming to get me. Right. When, and when we and we know that somebody is coming to get us, it's Christ. And the Bible says that we're going to love his appearing. It's not yes. to be afraid of him, but it's to have healthy, mm-hmm. reverential fear. But the fear that yes. men instill in you, you're you're afraid. And one day I, I remember I was I was actually in, in the cult. I was involved actively and I was doing something I had no business do, doing. And I thought, oh my gosh, what if what if this person sees me? And God spoke to me. He said, I see you. Mm. But Ooh. that wasn't my concern. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah. I was yeah, yeah, at the moment. That wasn't my concern. I was concerned about what this person, Sister Sandwich, was gonna say. You know, and <laughs> brother brother uh chicken drum was gonna say. I yes, God no. wasn't I wasn't thinking about God, although I thought right. I was. You know, mm-hmm. so that book was birthed out of my own personal experience. And it's it's real. It's real. You could think you have a relationship with Christ, but the Bible is clear. He said, Jesus said, on that day, men shall come to me and say, Lord, Lord, have not prophesied in thy name. People yes. are seriously going to say, Lord, damn, wait a minute. I cast out mm-hmm. demons in your name. And he said, I never knew you. I never knew you. It's not about, yeah, it's not about doing what we think we should do exactly. is about doing what God says to do his way. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That is so good. We're not going to get you to tell all of the book because I want the people to go and get yes. that book. It sounds really good. It's, it's birthed out of your story. And there are a lot of people that are sitting in that seat um, of not able to have their eyes open. And when you said that, that was really, really you know what I'm saying? Good, because I remember a time that God had to open up my eyes. And like you said, nothing is as seems because you think, and I kind of did like you did. I'm like, I'm thinking this is the way things are supposed to go. But when your eyes are open, it's clear. You know what I'm saying? You don't really need no physical evidence, but you got the spiritual Holy Spirit is showing you, walking you through, opening your eyes up so you can see, you know, see in the spiritual realm. And so I thank you for sharing, you know, that about your, your journey. Um, I, I love how you also talked about that motivation. Um, I put down motivation, but I was like, when you said it, I felt like that because I get up every day to do what God has me to do. And many people will ask me because I'm like an author. Sometimes I'm an author of 13 books of my own, but I've co-authored a, a lot with other people, maybe 15 at this moment. I'm supposed to be counting. My last person said, please count the co-author books. And I will do that. But um, they asked me about like, you know, my driving, my motivation. I said, well, I don't do anything without checking with God first. Is God, do you want me to write this book? And God, what yes. do you want the book to be about? And what do you want to say to this audience that are that are listening? And I so that's where my motivation comes from, making sure that I'm a vessel that gets out what he says. And if he tells me not to write, I don't write. If he tells me not to not to put out something now or pause or wait or fast or take a break, you know, that's what I do. And so I'm thanking you for just sharing your journey because I know that the listeners are really, really, you know, saying um, learning and, and, and hearing you share your heart. And that's what I love about inspirational talks, because these talks, 
we share our heart. We share with the listener on the other end and we know that they're gleaning from our experiences, from our ups and from our downs and from our keep moving forward of time spans in our life. Thank you once again. Um, I always talk about achievements here on Planning Positive because we know that if it had not been for the Lord, you know, we could not do these things. We cannot win these awards or move into, you know, send these different places. And so I want you to share uh, with the listeners um, some of your highlights and some of your achievements. I would say saying yes to Christ for real was an achievement Mm -hmm. because I've said yes to Christ but it wasn't for real. It wasn't Mm -hmm. for real. Because if you don't understand something, how can it be for real? So you have to get an understanding. And when God started to open my eyes about who he is, and I said, yes, for real, that was one of the biggest achievements because I started to understand myself. I could not understand myself. So that was achievement number two. So the first yes. one was saying that's the Christ for real. Mm-hmm. The second was knowing who I am. And I could not do that without learning who Christ was first. A lot yes. of times you will put, uh, you tend to put the cart before the horse. You want to say, who am I? Well, you won't know who you are until you know whose you are. You won't know where you're going until you know yes. where you came from. And all souls are mine, saith the Lord. And he created us, he formed us, he fashioned us. He created us yes. on purpose for a purpose. So how mm-hmm. can you know yourself unless you know your purpose? How can you know your purpose unless you know the purpose giver? And I do you know, like to say that's really two of the biggest achievements and everything else is yes. truly icing on the cake. The salon, yes. the products, the coaching, the helping people, everything else is icing. But those are the top yeah. two achievements in my life. And those are great achievements, Ebony. I mean, I was just saying the other day about this. You know, first thing, just like you said, say yes. Because you got to say yes to the call. Because there are, you know, many, many are calling, few are chosen. And when we're chosen and you say yes, and you're walking into what God has asked you to do, um, you know, you're, you're walking up, but everything is not always going to be the way that we think, you know. It's just like that diagram that says the people who think their life's supposed to be this way and it's going straight. And then it's like your life is actually this way. It's kind of like that wiggly line. Yes. Um, but saying yes is the first part to the journey. And then, like you said, knowing um, who you who you are and whose you are. Oh, my goodness. That is the biggest thing that we can learn on this earth in this journey because like you said we're for a purpose and I say that a lot I was just saying that you know the other day about your identity it's so important to see yourself as God sees you I remember when I couldn't see myself as clearly as he saw me but that was those were the times when he was the loudest in my ear he kept saying the same thing the same the things that I did not see I had to unlearn a lot of things that I heard Um, But he he kept telling me who he saw. And so to every listener that's out there, make sure you're taking that on for yourself. Look at yourself and, 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 and know who you are in Christ the way he sees you your identity, because you were made, like she said, for a purpose. Um, No one can do, and I love saying this, because no one can do what you do or what you were created to do. Your identity, that's why we have our own 
fingerprints. Like you are the only person with that set of fingerprints. And so you can only touch and do and birth and and, and be um, the creation and, and the fearfully and wonderfully made person that God has made you to be. And so Ebony, I thank you for that. And that was just amazing for every person out there to just, you know, give God a fresh yes um, and then walk into their identity. I want you to share uh, with the listeners here a time when you had to overcome an obstacle. And, you know, that's why we say we were planting positive seeds in the lives of others because we want them to know that even though you may, you know, have a down moment or you may feel like you're stuck, um, that, you, that you're an overcomer. And so I like to share these stories because, you know, we, we have to know that we're not, we're not there by ourselves. And so can you please share for the listening audience a time in which you had to overcome an obstacle. Absolutely. I can remember confronting myself in the mirror and I'd never really looked at myself before. I got up and I went to work and I went to church and went to functions and I did everything that I had to do, everything I wanted to do. But I confronted myself in the mirror and I really looked at myself and I didn't like what I saw. Despite mm-hmm. God telling me who I was, despite people that loved me telling me who I was, everybody saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. So I had to confront myself. So I myself, I was the biggest obstacle I had to overcome. I had to yeah. tell myself, it's not what you think. It's about what God thinks. It's not about what you mm-hmm. say. It's about what God says. And I believe every day, I'm conquering that battle. I'm winning the battle called World War Me. Um, I think that this world, whether it be whatever platform, tells mm-hmm. you things. You hear things in your ear gates. You see things with your eye gates. You have traditions that you grew up believing. And all those things mm-hmm. jockey for the position and the fresh perspective that Christ has and says about you. So overcoming myself, I had to get disciplined. When I really think about the word discipline, it comes right out of the word disciple. How could I call myself a disciple of Christ and I had no discipline? So not only did I not like what I saw, I didn't like the fact that I had no discipline. Nobody had to tell me I did not have discipline. I knew it. Whether it's my health, finances, relationships, in all those major areas, I didn't have Mm -hmm. discipline. And so when I confronted myself, I started a journey. And it, it, it's one thing to know Christ. It's another thing to walk with him and to Ooh. have communion with Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's, it's, mm-hmm. You can know about Christ. <laughs> you can know about the word of God, but not saying the word of God doesn't work. It does. Whether you work it or not, it works. But it will not work mm-hmm. for you if you don't know it. So the biggest obstacle I had to overcome was myself. I had to tell myself the truth. Because, you know, when I was growing up, my dad he used to always say, to thine own self be true. You know, man, you mm-hmm. can lie to anybody you want to lie to, but yeah. you know what's real and you know what's not. I knew I didn't have the discipline that I, that I needed. And, you know, it's the last time I checked, Christ is not a punk. He said, no man take my life, but I lay it down. And I pick it back up. Yeah. And if I right. serve a God that can lay his life down and pick it up, I need to be mm-hmm. in control 
what I do, what I think, what I put in my mouth, what I wear, what I, it's, it's a whole myriad of things. So that is the yeah. biggest obstacle that I have overcome. And it is a daily, um, it's a daily sacrifice. I have to lay myself on the altar every day. Yeah. I have to give, keep that fire burning. You know, he, <laughs> you gotta keep the fire burning. The only way to keep the fire burning is to continually put something on the altar. Whether it's my mindset, yeah. my attitude, and um, whatever else. And, and one thing I'll, I'll share, um, I hurt my shoulder over the past weekend. And as I'm laying in bed, I'm, I'm just talking to the Lord. You know, David said it was good that I've been afflicted. And I definitely concur mm-hmm. with what he said. Oh, yeah. Because as I was laying there, God revealed to me how ungrateful I had been. Mm. Now, this is a woman that loved God, woman that serves his people, woman that does all the things, you know, dotting yeah. the I's, crossing the T's. But the Lord said, you, right. you haven't been grateful. And, you know, sometimes we think God is going to tell us, you know, oh, you know, he tells us wonderful things because he is wonderful. He tells right. us the truth. The Bible says that God chastens whom he loves. So if you don't okay. receive correction from God, you have to question, am I really in communion with Holy Spirit? Because right. all the good things that I thought I was doing for people, and he's like, yes. not that you was doing wrong, but to whom much is given, much is required. I have need more of you. And I said, mm-hmm. I'm ungrateful. And I started to think about situations and circumstances, and I had to repent. I repented to him, mm-hmm. and I got mm-hmm. restored. You know, and, but you know, you think, Oh, me and God good. It's, you know, sometimes that pride kick in. You and God good? Hmm. Last time I checked, communion with the Holy Spirit is <laughs> it, a it's wonderful. He's wonderful, but he will tell you about yourself. Yes, so he will. It's, it's amazing. I thank God for it though, because if he how how can I know except he reveal it? So I think exactly. God is a great revealer. Wow. And you know, I, I thank you for your honesty. Thank you for your for the truth because that is the truth. I, I tell my sons that all the time he chastens who he loves. Um, and, and I've been that way too. And I would always tell people growing up, um, I didn't really need people to discipline me or try to get me in check because I had the Holy Ghost. And he would always say, don't you do that. Don't you say that. You know, you want to pop out, but you bet not. You know, I can remember times when I was going in an office meeting and somebody had tried to steal the credit from me and they wanted to, you know, pass it off as their own. And before I got to the door, the Lord was like, shut up. And I'm looking around like, that's how he talked to me because he know I probably would have went in and be like, hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. He was like, mm-mm. He said, shut up. And so I went there and I sat down and I just smiled and I looked. And then actually what happened, it ended up working in my favor because there were questions that could not have been asked other than the person who did it. There were things that needed to be known other than me. And so it's like, that, like you said, he's going to correct us. And so we, we can never say, like you said, we, if we're doing all this and he's really not correcting us or we're not, you know, getting um, any type of reprimand for what we, you know, what we doing or what we think, then we might need to check, you know what I'm saying? Because we don't want to always be around yes, you know, yes people or this, this easy road. Um, I thank you. And I love the way you said world war me. And that is the biggest thing because you do have to look, take a look in the mirror. I, I have a book that's called Mirror Conversations. 
And I wrote that about a character named Abigail in the book short for Abby. And she takes a look at her life. She's no longer pointing fingers at everybody else, but she's looking at herself and she's looking at how she got where she is and what built her there, what broke her down, what pushes her up. And she really found a basing in God and her relationship, her foundation, where she had strayed away. And, you know, and it was this amazing book to write. But even in writing of that book, I had to take the mirror conversations. And, and Ebony, as like you said, we use that word to help to guide us. Because I remember in that season of my life, um, two scriptures were the most prominent and it was I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world and even when I didn't feel like that because there were many days when I did not feel like that but in order for me to flow in the fruits of the spirit those were things that I had to stand in that mirror and I had to say to myself because I believe the word to be true you know whether I felt like it or not I believe the word of the Lord and so I thank you for sharing how you said you had to lay things on the altar. We have to deny ourselves daily. He said, you know, how are you going to say you're my disciple if you don't put down, first you got to put down your cross, pick up mine and carry. You got to deny yourself, deny what you want, deny what you think is how it's supposed to go. And that's a lot, that's a, a lot of things that, you know, people really have, that's a, that's a hard truth, but it is true. You have to do that. You have to say, Lord, I give this up for what you want. And is this what you would have me to do? And so I thank you uh, for sharing that story because as I was just listening to you talk, I wrote down on my paper that 2022 was a year of stripping away. How you said stripping away and purging those things that we probably thought that it wasn't nothing wrong with it, but the Lord was saying, nope, this has to go. And that has to go. And this mindset has to go. And this feeling has to go. And you have to do this. And, that. and so I felt like for me, this year was a year of, of stripping away and purging me. And even in an interview that I did quite recently, the lady asked me a question about where am I on the spectrum of becoming? And that was such a great question because I was like, this year, um, more than ever, I can feel myself like right there at the door, you know, because of the stripping away and the pulling away and, you know, saying just God doing that work and then me denying myself and saying, nope, whatever that thought was or whatever this was, you, I'm going to put it down and I'm going to pick this up. So, I love the way you just share your growth, your self-care, your growth, and even being able to receive the rebuke and the correction, because we have to, you know, we, we, we really, we have to. And so I know the listeners are going to glean from that as well. Take a look in the mirror, everyone, you know, see, see what you have going on and, and be truthful and honest about where you are. And if there are things that are not helping you to get to where God desires you to be, then something has to shift. Something has to move. Wow, um, Ebony, this is just an amazing interview. I love talking with you. I love talking with you. Likewise. Thank you. I wanted to ask you um, to discuss some of your upcoming projects that you have. We always want to let everybody know, you know, what you have coming up. And so you can share that with us and with the listeners uh, right now. So upcoming, I'm really pushing the book Freedom from Religion. Um, okay. I did start a Facebook group for it, and 
I'm endeavoring to help people understand whether or not they're bound by religion because people do not know that they're bound. Mm -hmm. uh, Harriet Tubman, she said, I freed a thousand slaves and I would have freed a thousand more had they known they were slaves. But a lot of people are bound by the spirit of religion and they don't know that. So what I created mm -hmm. the Facebook group to do is to really answer people's questions, have a forum for people that are in church and think that, wow, is this a real relationship with Christ or it's not? What's communion with Holy Spirit? What is sacrifice? What is dedication? You know, what are all these things? Is, is religion yeah. bad because it speaks about religion in the Bible? And, you know, so that's what I, the upcoming project is, is to really push that book and to let people know that it is easy to have a relationship with Christ and it's fun and it's exciting. I think a lot of times Christians are so lackluster. I've never in my life met anyone that put their hand on a hot fire and say, wow, that's hot. <laughs> and anytime I see anyone that's put, touch fire, oh man, they start singing. You know, and that's yeah. the thing with, with, with God, Holy Spirit is, is so electrifying when yeah. he really animates you he, he he makes you do things he he causes you gives you power and yeah joy unspeakable and so mm -hmm. i want to help people uh understand so that's why i created the facebook group just to help people understand that it's okay to to be excited about christ and to, to go forth and turn the world upside down for him to be radical not to have yeah. him without knowledge but to be radical in your pursuit of Christ because it's a pursuing, it's a longing. It's not, oh, I have Christ, I'm good. It's like, oh, I'm burning and somebody else is gonna burn and somebody else is gonna burn. Yeah. So that's gonna have a Cohen gov coming is to really uh, broadcast the book, Freedom From Religion. So, you know, lots of people can get free. So that's the mission I'm on right now. Oh, yes, I'm on fire just over here listening to you talk about it because, you know, like you said, helping people to understand where they are and to get free. Oh, thank you for, for that, your passion and your mission. And I pray that your group is filled to capacity, <laughs> that more and yes, more I people come it. in and come out. And so that you can you can do what God has called and purpose you to do. And so I, I just I just bless that. I also want to ask you, what are some of the things that fun things that you do outside of all of this work that we've been talking about and these passion projects? What are some fun things that you do just to relax and have a good time? So besides talking, <laughs> besides talking, <laughs> I like to make soap. Yeah. I like to chew pool. Um, I love to read and okay. I love comedies, you know, so I do like to watch my comedies and um, okay. just enjoy people, enjoy my friends, enjoy my family. And um, yeah, I just love life. And, you know, I'm just so excited about everything. So everything is exciting. But yeah, just what creating so products good. for people is something that I really have a passion for. If someone has a skin issue or a scalp situation, I love to make something for them that makes their life easier. Those are the things that bring me joy. Well, listen, I, I can I, I can hear it in your voice. And so that's always a great passion. Those are amazing things. I always just love to hear, you know, things that we do uh, so that, you know, maybe others can get some ideas 
why they're listening to us. But thank you again uh, for sharing, you know, everything that you shared and um, just, you know, adding so much value to the conversation and to the listeners' lives. Ebony, now is the time that I want you to share some of your final thoughts. If there's anything that you would like the listeners of Inspirational Talks um, to know, please share that with them now. Yeah, so what I want you, the listening audience, to know is that you have not seen the best version of yourself yet. And I encourage you to keep going, stay the course. They say, if you keep your hands in the Lord's hands, he will never let you go. Understand that Christ has amazing things for you to do. You were born a winner out of all the sperm that tried to get to the egg you made it. You are already a winner. You won. Everything <laughs> else is just icing on the cake. So you keep going. I has not seen, nor ears heard, nor has it entered yes. into the heart of me and the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Know that you are loved by God. Know that he has your best interest at heart. And there is nothing that you cannot do. Anything that is in your heart, guess what? You didn't put it there. <laughs> your passions, your desires, your hopes, your dreams, God put it there. And if he put it there, that's because he finished the work and he came back to the beginning and he created you so you can dance on into glory that he set for you beforehand. That's about it. Oh my goodness, Ebony. I think we're going to dance on into glory and we're going to be the best versions of ourselves. I thank you so much. I know that every listener out there, you know, have gained so much wisdom and knowledge for your story on tonight. I thank you for sharing, you know, your time with us. Um, I love your bubbly personality. I love what you're doing for Christ. I love how you are sharing him, even with your salon, because, you know, when people sit down in those chairs, oh, yeah. that's a therapeutic outlet. You get to share, you get to talk, you get to pour in. And so blessed are the, the works of your hands and everything you do. It's been an honor and a privilege to have you here on Inspirational Talk. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for this platform and I pray that you are so busy <laughs> that I have to really stand in line to talk to you the next <laughs> God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. And um, well, right before we end, I want you to share with them where they can find you, where can they, they can be connected. I, I don't want to leave before you share that. Okay, Freedom From Religion is on Amazon. You can purchase the book from Amazon or you can send me a message at sbhsalon at gmail.com. That's sbhsalon at gmail.com. I am also on Facebook as Soul Beautiful, a natural hair salon. If you have any scalp issues, any skin issues, there is a product that can be created for you. So if you are so inclined, go to Facebook, Type in Soul Beautiful Natural Hair Salon and drop me a message and I'll get back to you. All right, so you've heard it here, how to get in touch with her. Thank you all again for listening and you all have a blessed night. Come back to see us. Peace and blessings, everyone.
This has been another purpose-packed episode of Inspirational Talks with LaDonna Marie of Planting Positive Seeds Podcast. Please remember to like, share, and tell your friends about the podcast. Stay tuned for many more Inspirational Talks with LaDonna Marie.